Welcome to Porsche Hook. This is the Happy Hour Edition, aka the Drinkcast, aka the Questions Cast. I'm Eric. This is Miss Page Lee. Easy, tell them. Papito, Daddy Dick'em Down, Mansfield's finest, DMV's finest, Fredericksburg's finest, Charlotte, North Carolina's finest, Brockwood Elementary, Class of 06, Valedictorian. Today, for 365 Deep Questions, we do have Haley making her second appearance. Just a Friday episode, nothing real yet. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Damn. You came in with just a hello? Yeah, I don't know if I can follow your intro. All right, so I I'm mean, I can't try. blame you. Off the top of your head, tell us your favorite cookie. Girl Scout cookie. Oh. Uh, Samoa, is that what it's called? The coconut chocolate. Okay. Um, uh, I see what type of day <laughs> this is going to be. As did you ever get your cookies? Yeah, actually, I did. They were on my neighbor's deck, and he like my downstairs neighbor, and he just decided to never tell me. So like, fuck mm-hmm. him. He's also mm-hmm. subletting his place to fucking somebody who he don't even like. He's subletting the place when we not allowed to sublet. So like, he got one more time to irk me like that, and yeah, Nancy gonna get a call. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would he let you know if he was subletting? He's not there. Hmm? Oh nah, he uh. I was having some people over one day, like back in November. He hasn't been here since like November. Oh. And I was only letting him know this because one time I had people over, we had some music going in the middle of a Saturday. It was like one o'clock day drinking. And he DM'd me on Instagram, hey, bro, can you turn the music down some? Almost went down there and slapped the shit out of him. Fuck up. But the next time I let him know, I was like, hey, there's going to be people over. There's going to be some music. And he was like, oh, no, it's all good. I don't even live there no more. That's Ryan's problem. I was like, facts. Um, question when you move into places are you going to your neighbors and giving them your instagram to follow you i'm I'm not gonna lie uh the thing is i'm kind of known out here i'm not even gonna cap so (laughs) once he knew i lived up here he had no problem finding me on instagram but it was weird because he kept hitting me up to try to like form a friendship he was like bro like he would dm me like hey what are you doing tonight and i wouldn't answer and he did me like two days later like I'm not really doing anything. You want to go to the bar and grab a drink or some food? Or you play 2K? Want to come play 2K? This nigga started to tell me how good his my player was. And I just stopped answering because I was like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about this. And then one day I realized his my player might really be dirty because it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I was, you know. And all I hear is this nigga yelling at the TV. I was like, bro, like, go the fuck to bed. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> You might have missed out on a great friendship. Uh, he a white boy who's got pictures on his Instagram taking flags, taking pictures in front of Confederate flags. So I don't know if I uh, am. Oh, all right, mm. big detail. Okay. Yeah, we we probably wasn't gonna be boys. He's probably gonna take you to that racist part too. Yeah, he probably was. I mean, I mean that that is the bar he was referring to. Yeah. Only is got he one. Trying to set you up. Is Only he a one. Mansfield student? Yeah. Oh, it's that, that it's Devin. It. It's. You know the nigga, the big white boy from the baseball team? Mm. Not Devin Dilly. I was yeah, going to say, yeah, wasn't yeah, Devin yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's him. I know what you're talking about. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. But now that we got that out the way, let's get this shit <laughs> popping. <laughs> All right, you got the questions. My bad, I was taking a sip of my drink. Not all of us is eating on that cookie. And I mean cookie right now, they're not pussy. Because you know they call that the same thing where I'm from. I thought it was the... <laughs> they, they got a lot of names for it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Y'all know the rules. 
three, six, five, deep questions. Um, there will be some questions. Haley will get the majority of them because he's the guest, but I'll throw y'all a bone every once in a while. Haley, these questions happen to come with her answers. If you ever feel stuck and like you need like inspiration, I can read you her answer to the question. Who's her? Uh, the lady who wrote the article would be known as her. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Facts, okay. okay. Starting hot with number three, a question I've never asked. What's the most sensible thing you've ever heard someone say? The most sensible thing? Yeah. What is her answer? I need some inspiration. Got it. Starting off hot, I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> live in the present. Forget about the past and don't worry about the future. I believe that one major key to happiness is living in the present. Not if I could just completely master doing it. Hmm. That's a pretty good one. It was. Um, What's yours? I don't know if I can think of one. Oh boy. Oh brother. It's gonna be a long episode. This is gonna be a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can think of one I don't agree with that people always say. Okay, I mean I guess we'll do that. It's not at all the question or the purpose, but we'll do that. Um family is for forever, but friends always change. What? I think Mm-hmm. My grandpa used to say that all the time. That's why I was thinking of it, but I just don't think that's true. What part of that do you not think is true? Friends don't change. A family's not forever. I think everybody changes, so you can't just rely on family all the time. Mm. Okay. Huh. I like the vibe you bring. When, when she said... Um, friend something it just immediately gave me like fast and the furious vibes and i thought she was gonna drop a quote from her mm, i'm happy she did not <laughs> all right we'll hit we'll hit you with five what life lesson did you learn the hard way um trusting people huh like learning how to trust people that's something you learned the hard way yeah, or uh, not not trusting people, sorry. How did you learn it the hard way? You were just trusting everybody? Yeah, trusting what they said, um, not being able to tell when they're lying. Mm. I'm referring to an ex that cheated on me in this situation. Come on, man, don't do this, don't do this. What? <sighs> okay, here we go. Paige has been <laughs> quiet. We're going to give her a hot one. Okay. Do you think a do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? Um, as someone that cries when I'm mad, this is a very confusing question for me. Um, I don't think it's because of weakness. I think it's just a, your body's reaction to being overwhelmed and emotional. So, no, I don't think it's a sign of strength. Mm. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think it's a sign of weakness, but I also necessarily don't think it's a sign of strength. Okay. We'll hit Eric with twenty-three. Are you holding on to something that you need to let go? Oh, yes, sir. That's a deep one. 
Huh. Anything that I need to let go at this point? Um, as we all know, Carson Wentz just got traded. Um, so that that's going to be a tough one. You know, I was really thinking about it. It's been a real tough uh, beginning of the year for me. You know, the proper 12 boys lost. McGregor lost. Wentz gets traded. We're probably going to draft a quarterback at number six. It's gonna. It's been a rough start to the uh, to the year for me. So you know, thoughts and prayers for me, guys. Thank you. Okay, thirty nine. Circling back to Haley. Okay. What does the American dream mean to you? Um, making a lot of money. <laughs> to you, the American dream is yeah. making a lot of money. Our whole society is based on money. And I'm happy you've bought into the capitalistic fuckery. That's the only way to <laughs> succeed. Okay. Do you disagree? Do I disagree with your answer mm-hmm. to the question? Um, The question was 39. What does the American dream to you? I do disagree, but we're coming from a two different places. You're on fucking 2021 Haley Gear. I'm in fucking 2035. We are not coming from the same place. To me, the American dream means being given the chance to fairly and equally be able to go get it. And I don't think most people or society as a whole is even like held up to that American dream yet. But I got hope. It's a fair answer. I like it. Thanks, 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 thanks. I'm here for your approval. Page Lee, 46. What are you more worried about? Doing the right thing or doing things right? Hmm. Um, I'm going to probably say doing things right. Just because I tend to be the type to like not really follow a rule or find a quick way to go around a rule but if I can get away with it that's even better so I would probably say yeah I would say doing things right not necessarily doing the right thing okay 54 which is a fan favorite an always asked question Haley Gear 54 in the haste of your daily life what are you not seeing what? These are so deep. Do you want her answer for inspiration? Yes, please. I only ask because I like giving her answer. <laughs> my husband's need for my affection. My mother's need to spend time with her only daughter. And the everyday laughter of my young niece. Jesus, she's missing it all. Damn. <clears throat> um, I think most recently... Um, how like successful I am for how young I am. Damn, flex on these dumb bitches. Well, I don't. <laughs> I think I'm just really hard on myself sometimes, and I don't really need to be because I'm doing well for myself. Okay. I feel that. Hers was a very selfless answer. Yours was less selfless, but hey, we're out here to answer however we feel. Thanks, I'm here for your approval. I know. 57. (laughs) This one is for Haley, 
Paige, and Eric. I could have just said all wow. of you. Um, have you ever regretted something you did not say or do? Hmm. Can I hear her answer? <sighs> I thought you enjoyed it. <laughs> no. uh, her answer was, I do not have too many regrets because I try to live in the present moment and not think about much in the past. With that said, there are still times that I wish I could have been more expressive about how I feel to the people that I love. I regret, I feel like I could have lived life in college more and kind of just appreciated and slowed down in the moment. I feel like, you know, you're going through it. And then at some point you're like, all right, I'm just kind of ready to graduate and get moving. And it's like, nah, just, just slow down a little bit. Keep working the bullshit job. Forget about trying to be a cop and just, just live a little bit more. That's fair. I like that. I think mine's the opposite. I think I lived a little bit too much. And I should have focused on school more. I knew you. You wasn't really living. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think I would have. Hmm. I think I have a lot of regret of things that I definitely could have and should have said, but didn't. In a lot of different situations, not like even ones that are that deep. But yeah, just. Do you have one that like really sticks out to you? Um, I mean, I have a couple that stick out to me. Do I want to share them? That's what we're here <laughs> for. I'm just like, my biggest, one of my biggest problems is I am always in my head. And when I think or feel something, um, I don't, I'm not good at, um, as you can see now, putting my thoughts into words so I tend to just keep them in my head and if I could just like stop giving so much attention to like the reaction of what I'd say I'd probably share my feelings a lot more okay 58 this one is for Haley Geary has your greatest fear ever come true? No. All right. I'll give some perceptive perspective to this question. Yes. Okay. My greatest fear has, in fact, come true. And I think when you first hear the question, it's like, no, like, the fuck? But my greatest fear did, in fact, come true. And I think I was in, like... Ninth grade? Was I in ninth grade when my greatest fear came true? I was in ninth grade. Because at the time, not only was a boy a super a super athlete, but we already knew this. Best middle school athlete probably of all generations. Um, but the grades were nice because I was never a dummy. And ninth grade was my first D. And a man who come from a household that I do or my parents kind of run a tight shit when it comes to that type of shit... I was terrified of the punishment Van was going to bestow upon me. And the punishment was, in fact, terrifying. So at the time, that was my greatest fear. There you go. What's your greatest fear now? My greatest fear now? 
Ooh. I think as I get older and I move into the next steps in life, my greatest fears probably tie together with being a bad husband, a bad dad, and a bad friend. Because those are all things that you can't really come back from in my eyes. Once you're like labeled a bad dad or your kids think you're a bad dad, maybe, maybe like things get better and you smooth it over. But deep down in your heart of hearts, you're always going to know that they thought you were a bad dad. And they're always going to think that whatever you did at that time made you a bad dad. So they're going to remember that. A bad husband, whatever you do to get labeled a bad husband, you're never going to come back from. And I almost consider friendship in the same aspect. Because the people I consider like my good friends and people I care about to call friends, once you're labeled a bad friend, you just like the other two, you really can't come back from that. Niggas not gonna forget whatever it was that they think made you a bad friend. I feel like you can come back from being a bad dad because I feel like a lot of being labeled a bad dad, especially with adolescence, is just fucking teenage angst. Like it's teenage just angst. Like kids are just angsty and they're like, oh, my parents suck. And then they look back and they're like, no, my parents fucking slapped. I was just a fucking asshole. Yeah, you can come back from that, but I don't think you can come back from really thinking that you were a bad oh. dad. So oh, my greatest fear is actually being a oh, bad so dad. you, in fact, think that you're a bad dad or you just actually are a bad dad. Yeah, like I've done something to deserve the label of being Got a bad it. dad. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I like 62. We'll hit Haley, and then we'll slide some to the others. 62, Haley, if it all came back around, would it help you or would it hurt It would you? definitely help me. Would I, would I know that it Why all do you came think back that? around? Yeah. yeah. Like I get a second chance at something or at what? life? Is that what the huh? question is? No, like if everything you ever did was like put on a scale and it leans to the right and it's helpful or it leans to the left and it hurts you, uh, would it help you or would it hurt you? I think it would help me. Okay. The confidence wasn't there was as much the second time around. Nearly as confident on that one. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Okay, okay. Oh, fuck. Shit. What are all the noises you're making? <laughs> I can't tell if this drink's just still bad or you just found a really good question. No, the drink is still bad, but this is because I'm, I'm, I'm in a groove of some de- decent questions. Okay, here, here's where we'll go with is it more important to do what you love or love what you are doing? Is is there a difference there? Can you say that again? I'm not going to lie. We're skipping that because yeah. once I'm reading her answer, that's like the same fucking question. <clears throat> All right, Eric, what's your happiest childhood the memory? Happiest childhood memory? Yeah. Damn. I'm not going to lie. Back in like what fifth or sixth grade, when I was playing flag football, and we went undefeated, and the league had to change the rules because our team was that good. That good, 
that might be like prime time us crossing kids up out there just dominating the fucking grass. Fucking parents. You yeah, said six parents were fucking on the field yelling and shit. Might have been earlier. I'm not really sure. But that was just good times. I'm not mad at that. That's a pretty solid memory. And I'd hate to be one to sit on your memory, but bring that same sixth grade team to my sixth grade team. Yeah, we would have smacked the fuck out y'all. Niggas would have gone home sad. That would have been your worst childhood memory. But I'm happy they let you keep it. Question 80 for Haley. Another fan favorite. I'm just labeling fan favorites as the questions I happen to ask the most. So it's really just my favorite. Um, 80. What small act of kindness were you once shown that you will never forget? Hmm. What did she say? Her answer sucks, so I'm going to give you a better answer. I'm going to give you an answer that's been told a few times. One small act of kindness that has been a three-time offender now is being at a drive-thru of any sort and the person in front of you paid your meal. Oh, yeah, that's totally happened. That's been noted three times. Um, Yeah, but now what's yours? I remember when we were little, me and my sister were little, um, my mom needed a place for us to stay and one of her coworkers took us in for like a week. So that was something you can't forget. Very nice. That is nice. That can't go. Oh, I have there. a question. Mm-hmm. Am- yes, sir. Oh, oh no, for this me. is for everybody. Am I missing out on life because no mm. one has bought my fucking meal in front of me yet? Because I feel like I'm getting robbed because it's happening to fucking everybody but me. If I'm being honest, I've had it happen a couple of times, but I'm handsome. I'm highly regarded as handsome. The shorties looking at rearview mirror, they see me like, fuck, let me get his meal. Because they're thinking something's coming of it. So now you've got a battle. And I'm going to go off of that. The couple times that it's happened to me, I was fully making flirty eye contact with a dude. Oh, my what? God. Haley, when was yours bought? Can you tell us your scenario? It's been a couple times. Once it happened at McDonald's, and it was just like an old man in front of us. And oh, he was trying to see what she was about. Because people here are just really nice. Um, it's happened at Duncan like three times, and it's usually around like Thanksgiving, Christmas. Time. Yeah, and it's just random people, and I usually pay for the people behind me. See, uh, that ain't something I love, but I'm not I mean, mad if it's at reasonable. it. Reasonable. If it's like double what my order was, I'm gonna have to pass on it. But yeah, absolutely. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, 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 fuck. (laughs) Is it ever, for all three of you, is it ever right to do the wrong thing? And is it ever wrong to do the right thing? Oh, yeah. Can I, can someone give a scenario where it's right to do the wrong and wrong to do the right. I'm very interested in the wrong to do the right. I feel like my first thought was just like laws in general, that even though they're a law that are mandated by, you know, whoever doesn't always mean that it's like the right thing to do. Um, Specific example. I did not have one pop up in my brain. 
but yeah, that's okay. that's where my mind went with it. I feel like I might have really? an example for it. Get it. For which one? Talking about right to do the wrong or wrong, wrong to, do, to the right? do the right. Like, have you seen? Okay. I've seen a bunch of videos lately of like cops going into abandoned houses and removing families, like homeless families that are sleeping in there. And I just don't think that's right. Like, I understand it's somebody else's property, but nobody's using it. And it's a family sleeping in there. Like, it's harmless. Okay. I'm not mad at that. That, uh, that passes yeah, the going mind off that, I, Now I have a good example. Um, I think it was Portland, I want to say, that um, at one point a couple weeks ago, they were all asking for volunteers to help with like a certain scenario blah 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 um to help out the homeless and then this week there were reports of police officers blocking off dumpsters so people mm-hmm. in the dumpsters to get food like i mean I you, you you can't let them get through the guard like i mean people hopefully should won't be digging through the dumpster to get food because it's fucked but um, if you are in that situation, why would you ever stop somebody from eating? It's not illegal. Like, who cares? Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think now. What was the other one? We all had a wrong to do the right thing. So I'm trying to think of a right to do the wrong thing. Ah. Maybe I'll circle back if it comes to me. 99, going to Haley Gear. If you could ask one person, alive or dead, one question, who would you ask and what would you ask? Ooh. I'm going to need some inspiration. I'm going to need some inspiration. Um, I'm not okay. even going to give you hers. Actually, I will give you Mine was better, but I'll give you hers. Hers sucks. I'm giving you hers. Um, Me, I change the answer every time. Today, I would ask the first person, the first white person who went to Africa to buy slaves. No, the first white person who went to Africa to take slaves, because after buying, they started just taking I would ask why they were so pussy to bring guns. Because guns turn niggas into pussies. Because I doubt they wanted to go box them niggas. Okay. That would be my question. Can I hear hers as well? (laughs) I would ask my grandmother if she had any regrets. Hmm. I feel like that's a weak answer. That shit is butt. (laughs) It is, but I feel like I get it. Because I think I would ask my dad that. Damn. Oh. Okay. Um. Mood just <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fucking brighten it up. One hundred. This is for any and everyone. If happiness was the national currency, what kind of work would make you rich? If what was the national currency? Oh, okay. Happiness. I feel like wouldn't for me it would be not working and just being able to do whatever I want. Yeah. 
No, you're not getting rich for you being happy. You got to uh, spread happiness. Spread happiness? Yes. You're being paid for spreading happiness. <laughs> not you being at home happy. I just happy. thought if I, if I was going to be happy, I'd be being rich off of it. Bro, I would just take my dog, dog everywhere. People love dogs. That's a good one. Pet the dog, see the dog, play with the <laughs> dog, do whatever you want. You're going to make a little money, but you're not going to be overly What if happy. I get like a... I mean, you're not going to be... You're not gonna be rich. What you're if gonna I do get a okay. bunch of dogs. Nah, like you'll you'll get one twenty. Well, I'm not mad at that. You moderate, but you, yeah, you're not rich. You don't got the million. I got what is what is your what happiness? You I can't wait. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm gonna just be me. Niggas is happy around me. I don't know what it is. It's the charm. It's the charisma. It's the good vibes. Niggas is happy around me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate it too because it's. Is the it truth. bad that my first thought was like, I'd be rich as fuck <gasps> if I could just nap all the time because that brings me the most happiness. Dude, what are what are oh we sleeping gosh. on? Haley, tell me you've got something better than this. drugs and alcohol. Well, I'm kind of glad that we didn't first think of drugs and alcohol to bring happiness. Bro, but like, let's say you pop an edible, people are happy. You give them some shots, people are happy. That's what, that's <laughs> where all the money's made. Yeah. Dope them all up, they're gonna be happy. Yep. That's the millionaire. That's the million. That might be billions little, right there. A little LSD. Nah. They don't even know. Listen. Exactly. One oh five. For Haley Gear. Three moral rules you will never break. Mm, don't lie. But you, you lie. lie right so, there. like, start over. <laughs> um, yeah, like, what? Treat people the way you want to be treated. That's the thing that's a lie. Facts. I can't think of a third. Murder. What you mean? A rape. second. Yeah, not a second. You didn't <laughs> have the first one. I mean, the ones you said are all given. Mm, you would think. I, yeah, you're right. Touche. Unfortunately, people are still <laughs> doing that. Yeah. What were her answers? Bullshit. Don't lie. Don't see. Don't break the law. For me, oh, no incest. Just don't no For me, I'm never going to treat anyone, but because treat people how you want to be treated, that's cap. Like, that nobody really follows that. Those are like the things they told you when you were kids, but like it's bullshit because I'm not treating everybody like I want to be treated. If I don't fuck with you, I'm going to treat you like I don't fuck with you. I don't personally want to be treated like someone doesn't fuck with me, I, but I'm going to do it. Um, I'm never going to treat someone bad or beneath me without them giving me reason. That's a good one. That will be my number one. Because I will treat people bad and beneath <laughs> me if given reason. And I'm not going to lie, some of the reasons can be very minute. <laughs> I was literally thinking if somebody like mouths off to me like too soon before I know them, I will literally write them off forever. I'm going to need to treat certain people like dog shit if they cut me off while I'm trying to speak. We're also in the grocery store with this part. Oh, my, yeah, it's over for them niggas. 
Oh, this is good. This is a specifically Eric Pacheco right. and Haley Gear question for obvious reasons. 107. Who or what do you think of when you think of love? Wait, why was I not included in this? Because <laughs> you're not in love and you don't That's have someone so right rude. now. <laughs> um, I'd say Dylan and my mom and dad. And my dog. Can we get ex- can we get reasons for these? Um Dylan, because I feel like he's the only person I've ever been with that loves me unconditionally and that's unmatched, you know. Can I ask what unconditionally means? Because I hear that thrown around with people in relationships. Do we Oh, we're about to get hot (laughs) take deep here. Do we actually think, as a group think, the four of us, I'd like to get to the bottom of this, do we think that unconditionally actually exists? Because in my mind, unconditionally mean on your worst of days. Unconditionally mean mm, two years from now you become a bitch, but I still love you because it's unconditional. Unconditionally means you get in a car accident, you paralyze, and I love you unconditionally and I'm willing to do every and anything you need because I have unconditional love for you. I'm sorry to say this. My love comes with some conditions. <laughs> what? And I feel like a lot of niggas aren't ready and willing to state that, but it's the truth. No, I mean, I think that's... The more I've been thinking about love recently, the more I feel like it's it's almost a realistic aspect and, like, a lot of people get caught up on the fairy tale aspect of love. Absolutely. Because it's not always easy. It's, you know, it takes some work, takes some effort. But we just think you fall in love and then it's all smooth sailing from there. I don't think so that, though. I think that it's not smooth sailing and that's. And then when you get through that, that's what makes it unconditional. Because, yeah, you can get upset, you can be mad, but. You get through it. And are you saying that if Mariah got in a car crash and was paralyzed, you would not stay with her? Oh, you don't know this, man. If you what just I'm ask saying, that. First, first off, what I am absolutely saying is I do not like to speak on my personal relationship because it's still an early budding relationship. But what I will say, what I will say since the question was asked, I am a realistic person. Part of Porch Talk is shooting this shit to much friends. I will give you a real uh, honest and a straight answer. And Mariah even listens sometimes. And I feel like she probably knows this because she knows me. Um, there are conditions to my love. We don't even say I love you yet. We're not at the like love stage. There are conditions to my love. And me being the person I am, where I have some selfish tendencies, I have some asshole tendencies, I would be lying if I said that if conditions were crossed, my love wouldn't change up because it would for certain conditions. A big one. If the person I love cannot give me kids, I really want a family. Yeah. That love going to change up. And I'm on record saying that numerous. Um, When Ezra was talking about like something happening to a person and that conditioning change, I took that as more of like something happening to a person that they are not in control of. My brain went to, I would, my love would have conditions if 
say you marry somebody and they you found out that they like raped someone or like they killed someone or they wound up in jail for something that was like fucking terrible like my love would have conditions more as to based on their actions if that makes sense yeah, but would your love for that person change if that person has always only yeah. been great to you? Yeah. If So if your significant other murdered someone 10 years ago Oof. and all you've ever known is this person is a great person, he's got love for you, you have love for him, I'm going to throw out the word soulmate even though it's not a real thing. Y'all are practically soulmates. That would change if like you deep dove on the internet and found out like so he killed someone 10 years ways ago. So you can go about this. If it's at the beginning, I would hope that I would find this out in the beginning of the relationship so I could fucking run. Or that they would tell me about it from the jump so I could go ahead and ask and then make my decision there. If I'm like into this relationship, say a couple years and I find out, I'm going to be pissed, one, not only because they killed somebody, but that they lied to me for that long. So... I guess where we differ would be you're thinking it's lying and I'm thinking it's just never came up if it was 10 years removed. And I'm also, when I'm thinking of killing, I think when I'm thinking of killing, isn't the same killing that you're thinking about? Because I immediately went to like, I got a couple of friends from like around the way. (laughs) Some of them gangbang a little. Some of them really, some of them like no lie. Some of them really did like six, eight years for like some kind of bullshit, but it happened. Them niggas got wives and good dads now. And they like 27, 28, did five years in the pen and they in love. So I don't know when I'm thinking of it. I don't know if that would like what you did in the past. I don't know if that would affect how I feel for somebody if they've always been genuine with me. I don't even like I'm trying to think of how you would even bring that up. Like when is the right point to be like, hey, I murdered somebody at some point? Yeah, that'd be hard. But I also see how they could be mad if you're like, oh, well, you never asked. And it's like, I didn't think I needed to ask you if you were talking to someone. I feel like withholding something that you know is going to affect your relationship with somebody is lying. Yeah, but do you think that something you did 10 years ago when you was a kid and didn't know Shorty is going to affect your relationship? They probably just tried to like not relive that shit because they'd have moved on yeah, and fixed their life. somebody's life. And people are going to have opinions on that, and you're intimate with that person. So I feel like that's something that they need to know. All you, I guess that's all fair. you have to say. I personally is, would not give. You a just fuck. have to say, uh, "I'm working through my therapist. I haven't gotten to talk telling people yet." And you're sad. You're going to tell me I have to rush my therapy and my <laughs> trauma? No way. I mean, nowadays, honestly, that'd probably work. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I'm a scumbag because I can't <laughs> real quick. I'm not going to lie, you better than me, because I'm charging into the game. If I kill somebody, you think that's my business. Hey, that's fair. That's your body. Jesus. Yes, sir. That's a different kind of body count. So, do so we decide that conditional did or doesn't yeah, exist? I think it does. Like, uh, unconditional, it's such a hard word. Like, it's it it, there's too much gray. Absolutely. All right, Haley, 109. Thanks for providing us a strong talking mm-hmm. point with your answer. 109, what would you not give up 
for a million dollars cash. Oh. You said ooh and said nothing. Because I'm thinking. Oh, okay. What did she say? While I have a moment to think. While you have a moment to think, her answer is her dignity, which is bullshit. Yeah, I was thinking something like that, and I don't want to say it. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. Because you can say it, but then I'm going to ask, what does your dignity mean? Don't feel bad. (laughs) It wasn't bad. It It made this. God damn it. Um, No, I said I wouldn't give up my freedom. Uh, yeah, bad. Um, I'm thinking of like people. Is that for a million dollars cash? Yeah. Is a person you wouldn't give up? Dylan. Who was the person? Who was the person you Dylan. would not give up for a million? Who? I hate to do this because relationships are tricky, and I don't like speak. I don't give a fuck. I speak with people's relationships <laughs> all the time. Um. For a million dollars cash, no cap, just shooting the shit straight since this is porch talk, conversation amongst friends. For a million dollars cash, you wouldn't, you've been together how long? A year, year and a half? For a million dollars cash, you wouldn't give up a year and a half relationship to which you then have a million dollars cash and the opportunity and probably the chance to find somebody you like just as much if not close to as much as the man you like now, but the difference is you'll have a million dollars cash. That is correct. My thing is... Oh my God, my we said everything we today. This could be a hot take. I think we think that okay. a million dollars is a lot more than it actually is. That is a hot take because I don't think a million dollars is a lot more than it is. But I think a million dollars cash tacked on to whatever you're doing in your life now is a great, if not extreme, stepping stone. But it's like it really makes you question like what you would give up for one sum of money one time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, so my answer was freedom. I would never give up my like, ability to make decisions for myself and be able to do anything by myself for one sum of a million dollars because I have that would take away all of my choices to do a bunch of things that would also make me a million dollars you know question can I ask you something do you want to get into the hot take tricky conversation that's going to come with that answer? If you don't want to give the energy to that yeah, today, I understand. I'm here for it. All right. My question is, if you ever find a husband or a significant other, haven't you pretty much just given away everything that you said that you would never give away? Not because they control you, but because you now have a second person who you have to like almost compromise with, and by compromising, you've in fact given up that freedom to do whatever you want. Compromising somebody with somebody else or something with somebody else is giving up your freedom of choice because you're choosing to compromise. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship—that's tricky because freedom is so being, vague. I, for me, like you said, it doesn't regard like 
somebody else having control over you, but I feel like that's the only time in a relationship that you'd be giving up your freedom is somebody like allowing somebody to control you. I think in relationships, because I'm down in one, and everyone on here in one, you was yeah. just in one a couple of months ago, so we all in one. I think in a relationship, to a degree, I think in every relationship, you give up some freedom. Because let's say Eric, the dog scumbag he used to be, <laughs> um, he can't now, because he's in a relationship, he cannot now go to the bar and hit on the bad bitch he want to or may have before. Because he is in a relationship and he has given up but that he's freedom to hit to on be bad bitches, rather than being single, that was his choice and his freedom to do so. No, yeah, he definitely chose that, but by choosing that, you are still giving up some freedoms, is what I'm arguing. You made the choice to give up those freedoms, but you have, in fact, lost some of your freedom. That's the cost of the relationship, which is his decision to be in. It's just a, it's a different cost, really. But it's you get benefits from the relationship. So it just kind of depends on what you value the relationship. Oh, yeah, there's, there's definitely some benefits that come with it. So yours was what, Haley? Yours was a person? Yeah, that's how oh, yeah, you got here. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yours was your person. Okay. Eric, you got anything for that? Ooh, you call me right mid-sip. <laughs> I know the vibes. Um Things that I wouldn't give up. Oh, I remember we talked about this because I thought freedom was actually pretty good at the time. But that's like a, it, it's you. obvious because like, obviously I'm not going to give up my freedom for fucking a million dollars. I actually had a mm -hmm. question for Paige though. Would you become a stay-at-home housewife for $25 million? <laughs> Does this stay-at-home house house mom? Does this stay-at-home housewife are there children involved? Hmm. Hmm. Honestly, no. yeah, I'd do it. I would totally do it. Bro, that. I cannot cap. I cannot cap. 25 million was way too high of a price. That was not really. What about 10 mil? That's still too high. What, five? I think. I think, yeah, I think five is closer to it. Because we're going to say you make 80000 a year. And we're going to do that over 20. That's going to equate somewhere near 5 mil, 7.5 mil. I think that's more realistic than 25 million. But I also feel like it's like when you're at a housewife, like you don't just get to like do whatever you want. Like you need to be cleaning the house, making every meal, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's not just like, oh, I'm vibing out in the house all day. I do that shit. I'm not, not going to cap. <laughs> I was about to say, that's a lot of vibing in the house. Because everything you just listed took two hours out the eight-hour work day. And then you just got to pit it like, just do nothing all day. You just oh, wait yeah, till your, your husband that. gets home. I could do that. Because yeah, so, I asked mm -hmm. about the kids beforehand because kids contribute to like probably 90% of a household's mess. So if there's no children, I basically would only have to clean up after me and my husband. And if I have 25 or however many million dollars, that house is probably going to be nice as fuck. And with that money, if I'm lazy, I could okay. just hire a maid. Hmm. Let me ask another question because he, 
That was a that was a boo <laughs> question. I'm poo pooing that question. Um, as the master of the questions in three six five, I've anointed myself. Better question: What's the least amount of money you will become a housewife? <laughs> okay, so we saying anything? Haley, you're reasonable. <laughs> you're a woman I can reason with. What's the least amount of money you become a housewife for? I'd say a million. Is that too low? You know what? You are overly reasonable, but I'm not mad at that. I'm assuming that he's making a lot of money. So why do he is making money? And this is this is why that's reasonable. I don't think the grand scheme of America makes more than fifty thousand a year. We're putting this marriage on about twenty year playing field. Fifty thousand a year over twenty years would be exactly a million. So I do not think you chose crazy. A million to two and a half million would have been answers that would have been like, all right, that's realistic. Because at that rate, you're getting paid to do household duties. I don't know who those duties would normally fall on in your relationship, but we're going to call it what it is. It's just household duties. You're getting paid $50,000 to do household duties. That's easy. I take that. That struck decent conversation. Y'all are doing good today. And I don't usually compliment people mid-cast. Thank you. approval is overwhelming. (laughs) Yes, sir. 119. 119. Another real good one. If you could live one day of your life over again, good or bad, what day would you choose? Haley Gear. These are so hard. They are. She's got an answer, and then I've got a better answer. All right, let me hear him. The answer is the answer isn't mine. Which one do you want? You only get to yours. choose one. It's not mine. It's word of okay. mouth. Uh, when Mama B was on, the day she chose to relive was her wedding day because she didn't spend as much time with her father as she thought she should have. And that's she's an only child. And giving away your only daughter, which is what marriage is, especially down in the South, is a hard task to do. So she wished that she spent more time with her father. Okay. Um, I think I would go back. Oh, sorry. Giving me feedback. Um, I think I would go back and go to my college graduation. Because I don't know. I was just like, fuck this, I don't need to do it, but I should have celebrated it more. It's a good accomplishment, or a big accomplishment, I mean. Okay, I can respect that. Plus, well, it was during COVID, too, so. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah a little COVID case. Page Lee 133. When you think of home, home. What specifically do you think of? Because every time we do this, you ask me that question. No, you've asked me that question. I feel like I've never asked this question. Every single time Eric says, Yeah, Paige is probably not the right person to ask that because my wife is so fucked. Mm, That's probably why you keep getting it. Um, I honestly don't know because I don't really consider where my parents live or like being around my family home. And then I live, well, I used to live by myself. 
Um, I don't know. I guess just like a place of comfort and stability would be my definition of home. But it has nothing to do with people in the place. Okay. This for all of y'all. I like this one. Never asked this before. I do not think, but I can't guarantee. 135. How many of your friends would you trust oh with gosh. your life? Is it who is this for? All of you. Is there like a situation that we can call to specifically? Um, yes, I'll give I'll pitch you the situation. Your life is on the line. <laughs> How many friends can you rely on? <laughs> Are we talking like a physical strength oh here? Like Do I, like need, I need something. You were in jail. It could be all of or something. All of the situations in which your life could be on the line. How many of your friends <laughs> could you rely on in any situation? <laughs> I feel like I have That's two. Cool. You've got two friends you could rely on if your life was on the line. Question one, are you counting no. your boyfriend? Okay. Question two, who are these friends? Um, Cassie. There's Cassie only two. And Eric. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, can I, I give, trust me. Can I um give my quick take real quick? Fuck you, first of all. Second of all, Cassie, hell no. <laughs> hell the fuck no. Oh, my God. I don't even know if Cassie going to answer her phone depending on what mood she That's is. That's fair. I, I don't really what? have a lot of friends. Cassie might go three <laughs> weeks without answering a text. This is very passionate about this. You can tell. I don't know, Eric. But Cassie, hell no. <laughs> I'm still waiting oh, for the other two family? answers. Um, yeah, I yes. say I probably have like three people in mind that if I were like dying, they would be able to either take care of me or get me to a place where I can be taken care of so I survive. And that Thanks. comes from the phone call where I tell you I'm dying to my recovery, like trusting them the entire process. Okay, um, mm, this is going to get tricky. You don't have to if you don't want to put them out there. But do you want to give those friends ears the clout of what um, three those would be? I'm not going to give all of them. Um, but okay. the first person I thought of was my friend Alyssa from college. Um, she still lives down there. There have actually been like multiple occasions where I've had to call her to like pick me up or talk me down from a situation or like, I don't know, just so many different times where I've had to call her and needed her help. And she's been there and like dropped everything and came. 
and she always answers the phone too. I feel like we're missing that because that's a huge part of it. Um, but yeah, or like taking care of me drunk or like got me out of like weird situations. So she's just like somebody I've always been able to count on. I almost feel like this question's not as much as who do you trust with your life, but who would in the drop of a yeah. dime drop everything they're doing to come help right. you out? Yeah, that's what, I feel like that's what your life. Because if at a drop of a dime, they'll stop what they're doing to come for you, I can trust that person with my life. Mm, no, because just because someone will come for me doesn't mean I would trust you with my life. Some of y'all are just idiots, and I can't trust you. So how many people would you trust at the drop of the dime to stop what they're doing and come to your rescue? Or with their life? <laughs> um, one, two... Three, four, five, six. Damn, I gotta make some friends. I would say a strong six, and then there's a couple that are up in the air. So probably not enough to trust them with my life. Are you willing to shed light on those six people so they can have their clout on air? <laughs> I don't know if I want to give people clout. Because it's like, is it really about cloud or is it just like that I trust you enough not to fuck things up? If you trust them enough not to fuck them up and you manage to come up with six, they deserve cloud. a little bit of cloud. All right. Obviously, I trust Anna to do so. Okay. Um, I trust a friend of mine out here, Aton, probably the most genuine, nicest human being you'll ever meet. And he's just so genuinely nice that I feel like if I called him, he'd be like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'll be there like immediately. Like, Without a doubt. Um, I trust Jordan T. Hill with my life, for sure. Um, okay. That's a, he's a crazy man, but if you actually called him and needed something, he would be there. Uh, I feel the same way about Anthony as well. Um, I would trust Paige. The only issue would be if she was taking a nap. That's where it gets a little dicey. And I also trust you as... I'm just not yes, sure. Sir! I'm just not sure if your car would make it to where I'm at. Are you crazy to think this? I drive this. I take this car everywhere. Are we the this two dicey man. ones? No, you're dicey. I'm not dicey. No, there's there's more people, but I didn't listen because okay. I, I thought there were two dicey. But you're all you you guys I are. Mean, on the I was brink thinking of, of like, I mean, I was I would consider you two as well, but I was thinking like the people that are like around me. Like, it would take you all hours to get to me if I was dying. See, and that's real friends. Like, would they drop the dime and hop on a oh, flight damn. or okay. drive stop? That's fucking... I'm happy I made, happy I made that list. <laughs> um, to the ones whose list I didn't make, uh, I wish y'all could see the, the numerous middle fingers I'm holding up right now, <laughs> throwing into the air. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. <laughs> I cannot believe you said Cassie. <laughs> Move on to the next question. I'm trying. That's just so dumbfounding. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh hmm. Okay, that's bad. That's stupid. Oh, 
Oh, this is good for Haley and Haley only. Since you're in a, I mean, you're not in a new relationship. You're in like a year and a half. So you're in deep enough to know. Eric's in too deep. He's going. He's damn near married. 186. What does love feel like? I'm assuming you recently got into that love phase. What does love feel like? Oh my god. Yes. When you tell people you're in love or like your man is the love of your life. For niggas like me who have not been in love. Paige, have you been in love? Yeah. What the fuck? All right, so I guess for niggas like me who have not been in love, what does that feel like? Because I genuinely want to know. Feels like someone's always got your back. Um, Okay. You have someone to lean on for, like, emotional support, et cetera. Um, I would say happiness, even though it's not always happy. It brings enough of it to qualify i guess um this is a hard question i never really think about it from what you hit me with so far and then i'm gonna circle back to pages nonsense um from what you hit me with so far i think i may struggle with love or the concept of love because i've got a strong family and a very strong friend group. Me and the boys, or me and the people I consider the boys, are super tight. So they provide all of that yeah. anyway. So I've never really been seeking that to be filled in my life. Because it's filled in some capacity. And what you gave me ain't differentiate from what I already got. That's fair. Only thing you left out was sex and a big booty. And that's just lust for me. Well, I mean, I feel like there are different types of love. Like, you have family love, platonic love, romantic mm-hmm. love, which I guess would include um, a big booty and sex. Um, yes, mine sir. personally doesn't involve that, but, like, go off. Um, Are you not bringing the big booty Oh, I thought you meant, like, qualities from another person. I mean, yeah, I'll bring the ass to the relationship. <laughs> I will gladly bring that to the religion. No, um, but no, I just think there are different kinds of love and different uh, different people that serve different purposes to what you need to be fulfilled. So you already have sounds like two of them fulfilled, and when the romantic one is fulfilled too, it's it's just like a little bit different, but generally the same. All right, so tell me, when when were you in love? I was assuming no, you I have never been, been in love um, But I, I'll be honest, I didn't realize I was until it was kind of over, if that makes sense. Because it was the first time I was experiencing mm. it, I didn't really know, like, what I was feeling or what I was experiencing. Um, but like Haley said, it's just like a ride or die you never you know i don't i don't know it's very hard to describe but it's just like a for me it's like a somebody that is never off of your mind you're thinking about them all the time um mm-hmm. somebody you can depend on um you're like at a level of comfort with that person that is like unmatched that was a big one for me cuz i'm not very vulnerable around people um 
I don't know, just it's just like a like a higher level of intimacy, I guess. Or it was for me at least. Is there anything you would like to add as our residential love expert, Eric? Free time on mid sip. <laughs> um, I think Paige touched on a really good point of the different types of love. Because I do think there is something that you'll get in a relationship compared to that friendship and family kind of love. Um, it's just a, it's kind of like a comfort when you're with them and you get exciting news and yes. that's the first person you want to tell. And like when you're alone, you can't like you're away for a week and then you come back and it's like you come together and it just feels like right and it feels like you're at home kind of thing like it's it's just different than like when you see the boys and we all link up like hey that's cool and like hey i'm glad we're all together like i love you guys but it's it's just kind of different i'll start to try to pursue that (laughs) now that i know what i need to look for (laughs) also i have a question for everybody for everybody for who has anybody said I love you thinking that they were in love but then later realizing they weren't um as a nigga who's never been in love I also happen to be a nigga who's never told a shorty I love him so no um probably but only because I would say like younger me in middle like well, like early high school or something, thought yeah. that, that was what love was. Oh, you were a sicko, bro. You was telling them you love them to knock their duties down. <laughs> Hello, yeah. Haley, have you told somebody you love them without being in love? Uh, no, I've only said it to two people. So. And you were in love both times? Um. I guess not the first time. I think I just thought I was and I actually wasn't. Or I liked the idea of love so much that I wanted to be in love, so I said it. That breaks my heart. Not because you were in love but weren't in love, but because I wanted you to say yes because I wanted to know the difference between the two types of love. Because I'm also interested if you can, like, fall deeply in love or just in love with the numerous people and, like, know the difference. I think there's a lot of levels to it. How so? Because uh, I feel like, you know how we've talked about before, the more you start dating people, the more things that you find that you like and dislike. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the deeper the relationship that you get into that you like the person more, the love is stronger and it's different. Like if, if I were to say like a girl I dated like early in college, like I was in love with, I wouldn't say it's close to like what I'm ha- like what I have with Anna right now. Mm. And I mean, that could just be because like me and Anna have been dating for so long and like, it's mm-hmm. just a stronger kind of relationship and all that. But yeah, I, there's definitely levels to it. Oh my god, this is gonna hurt the niggas in love. 
deep question ain't on the list. I'll make this 368 since we've already had a 366 and 367 added. 368, since both you and Haley have experienced a deep love for your significant others, which we are all happy for. Um, have you ever thought or do you ever get fearful that a day will come and right now y'all are growing and growing more in love, more infatuated. Have you ever thought the day will come where what you happen to be growing is like disinterest? Is that a fearful thing? So disinterest like in my partner? In your partner. Like you'll reach a peak of love where you can't like, you know, you seemingly know any and everything about each other. And it seems like the things that you keep learning or keep like going into in the future are things that you're starting to like dislike. Because I feel like at some point you must reach a point where you've already almost come to some sort of idea of everything you like about this person. So there's probably going to be a period of time where it just seems like you just keep learning things that you dislike. Um, I, I mean... I would be an idiot to not think that that's a possibility. I think that's what happens in a lot of relationships, which is why you have a lot of divorces is because of shit like that. Um, so I definitely do think it's a possibility. I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen, but it definitely could happen at some point. Yeah. Haley. I feel like, Like, it would take a while to get to that point. And wouldn't you know all of those things? Do you get what I'm saying? Wouldn't you know all of those things before you, that time happened? I mean, maybe. Probably, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not the person to ask. I, I ain't even been in love before. <laughs> That's fair. How many more y'all want so I, I can decide how many more? I got two more in me, then I got to bounce. I got two more in me, then I got to bounce. You said what? All right. Okay. 187, man. Uh, that's not good enough. Give me a moment to find something great. Okay, okay. <laughs> 195 for everybody. This is solid. Um, 195. What is the greatest peer pressure you've ever felt? I'll go. Um, okay. Haley probably doesn't know this, but as you all know, I um, lost my virginity <laughs> at a kind of uh, late time as far as uh, cultural standards. And while I didn't buckle to the peer pressure, that was probably one of the most difficult, heavy peer pressures I have ever felt. Wait, like to lose it? Or you're no, saying no, no. peer pressure um, into losing it? I was not peer pressured into losing it, obviously. Um, but the pressure I felt for everybody telling me to and everybody constantly asked me why I haven't and blah, blah, blah. That pressure went on for a really long time and was a very heavy peer pressure to experience. And people like genuinely didn't understand why I didn't just like do it to get it over with. 
that was a big one. I'm like, well, I don't want to. That's why. No. Do you have any regrets Absolutely about losing Virginia? I don't have um, any regrets because I hear all the time about people with like terrible fucking stories about losing theirs and like how they regret it and they don't or like they don't even remember the situation or blah blah blah. I'm like glad that I fully went into it. Well, I didn't fully go into it expecting that actually. But um I I like lost it to somebody that I like actually cared about and I know actually cared and respected me. And like the whole situation was just like you probably don't like I don't know anyone that has a better losing their virginity story than me, but me. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> Eric, what you got? What was the question again? Because then I started thinking <laughs> about Paige's virginity and I got confused. But, uh, greatest peer pressure you've ever felt? I don't think I've ever had anything that's like too crazy. I always feel like if it's peer pressure stuff, it's always just drinking related, which I don't really consider peer pressure. Okay. Haley Gear? Yeah, I really can't think of anything. I feel like for... Most of my life, I kind of just did my own thing and didn't really care about what anybody else wanted me to do. Most of my life. I am a nigga. I'm a nigga who really does whatever I want. The peer pressure I did fall victim to is the scam of going to college. Because if I had it my way, it's known I would have never gone to college. My parents put a lot of pressure on me to actually go to college. Is pressure from your parents peer pressure? That would be it. Yeah, I was an adult when they made me go to college. Them niggas was my oh, fucking peers. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Unless you're listening, man. You always got the authority. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's see. We all ain't good. Let's see. Haley, pick a number between 200 and 365. If it's good, I'll give it to you. 247. Okay, let's see the 247 is talking about. It's 238, 44. Okay. That's but pick another one between 247 and 365. 364. Jesus, that's. <sighs> now I got to pass all of these questions. I chose Should've within your range. All right, whatever. You ask it. <laughs> I'm coming there. If it's bad, it's just uh. Okay. Um, 364. If you could do it all over again, would you change anything? Would you change everything? That's so general. Yeah. I know. I told you it was a bad <laughs> question. Alright, so what things would you change? Or would you just change everything? And this for all three of y'all, so she picked a terrible one. Uh, I'm going to change the parameters to in the last three years, so it's a little more central. Okay. In the last three years, would you change anything? Would you change everything? I wouldn't change everything. I would change how hard I tried in school and college. Um... I'd probably go to grad school after I graduated instead of just getting a job. Um, And I would not have accepted the current position that I'm in. 
Because it's ass. <laughs> okay. Damn. Who's next? Who's next? I would have probably not gotten so complacent about getting a job because I could have had so much more money in my bank account if I was not fucking around. But that's really about it. I don't think I would change much. Oh, do I also need to answer this? Um, yes. No, I honestly wouldn't change much. The only thing I'd really change is um, where I currently live. Um, but other than that, like, I don't really have any complaints. Oh, uh, you probably meant like yeah, yeah. Like if I could pick up my apartment and put it in a different place, that would be perfect. Especially with the rent I pay. <laughs> Gotcha. But I'm and I'm like living in Richmond yeah. honestly isn't that bad. Like I know I bitch about it a lot, but rent's cheap. You can you're in like a decent drive to pretty much anything, um, except a beach, obviously. Um and you know, whatever. So there's just like not a lot of people here to choose from. And that's probably my biggest complaint. I think I would change three or four things off the top of my head. There are some people, friendship-wise, that are told, and I didn't check up on the norm, up on uh, form, and it just ended. Those people, there's a few that I would have remained friends with. There's a few that I would have stopped being friends with long ago, and then there's some things I tolerated that I don't think, looking back at it, I would have tolerated. So nothing crazy, just you know, regular stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. So uh, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was all of the questions. Is there anything anyone needs to get off their chest while we're here? Nope. No hot takes. No nothing. All right, boring as fuck. Shit, trash as shit. Again, the aggression. My bad. I'm done. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Haley, thank you for coming on again. Uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your Friday. Join us for Thanks the happy for having hour. me. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate you as always. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all Porch Talk, no A. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. We'll get read on the Monday's uh, recording. Um, that's about it and we'll be back next time okay hold up wait a minute all good just a week ago crew at my house and we party every weekend so on the radio that's my favorite song make me bounce around like i don't know like i won't be here long now the thrill is gone got no patience because i'm not a doctor go why is you lying girl why you move faster yeah me casa su casa got it flipped like gaza got so high off volcanoes now the flow is so lava yeah we fit that saliva iphone got message from viber either the head is so high girl, or we let bygones be bygones my god you yeah, I'm outside in an AMG, right outside, TT, two-turn baby girl, you know, girl, you know.